What is up? Welcome to the No Manga Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. My name is Rick Beta. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. And I gotta just get this out of the way. I wasn't going to, but of course I gotta mention it. I mention it when the Niners win. I didn't mention when the Niners lose. So congrats to any Rams fans out there. I guarantee not I bet there are zero Rams fans listening to this podcast. But I just wanted to throw it out there to the universe. You guys, you guys deserved it. Well played game. That's all I gotta say. Niners will do it next year without Jimmy G. And then you'll hear me talking about it, you know, then. So moving along. Just want to get that out of the way. You can follow along on social media at Rick Beta. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A. Or email the show, nomangapodcast at gmail.com. So let's do this. All right. Thrasher Magazine, they released Vincent Alvarez's uh, out there video, what, about three days ago? And let me tell you, it just might be one of my favorite ones of all time. Yeah. You know, I, I've heard Vincent before on the Nine Club and kind of had a general sense of like this dude's vibe, you know, and just but this one kind of like sealed the deal for me. I'm like, yeah, he's a he's a great human being. And I love his like overall vibe. I love it. Plain and simple. And he's also got some, you know, brains on those shoulders his of his too, you know? I mean he did well he won't admit it, but he did escape from the hood. And managed not to play handball with a bunch of gangsters during his, you know, his youth. He knew at a very young age what that meant, you know. So he, not Vincent, right? He's not getting caught up in any of that. No way was he going to get sucked into that lifestyle. So I wanted to definitely give him credit for that. So instead, he used like what would have been the handball court. He used that handball wall as a spot to skate, you know, throwing down a switch wall ride on it, you know, as if it's no biggie, you know. And I don't even think I've ever done a switch wall ride. Yeah, thinking I uh, I never have, you know. It, it just it would seems to me too awkward of a motion. I just I wouldn't be able to shift my weight in the right direction. Yeah, it's just not for meant for me. So, but if you think about it, it does kind of suck that the world lost like a potentially amazing handballer. <laughs> Do they have professional handball teams? I don't. Know, maybe yeah, but I bet he would have stayed like he would have been a great you know handballer. He would have stayed on the court. If he would have got caught up in that. And he would have been a hell of a handball player, though. So, anyway. I think he made the right choice in choosing skateboard. You know, there's no what-ifs. No questions that need to be had for his choices in life. So, so yeah, they had him cruising along in his ride. And I, I had to write this down. I, I wrote down, the, it was the Chronic Patch Kids. I guess, you know, it's a take a spin-off of uh, Garbage Pail Kids. And it was Sharon Stoned. I'm all right on. I'm like, I, I think I remember seeing those cards back in the day, but I don't know how far they got. I mean, I'm sure they had some pretty clever ones, but, but I made a note to like check in on those. Like, I'm sure there's some on eBay that could check, but Sharon Stone, very, very, yeah. I know I'm late to the game on that, but that was that was pretty cool. But I was like, what the what's the significance of of them showing that? It was just on his dashboard. I had to note it. You know me. I noticed it. Had to mention it. Is there any backstory on it? I mean, is it self-explanatory? Actually, I think I just answered that question for me. But Chronic Patch Kids. I need to look up more of those. So they were on their way, and they ended up at a local car wash spot. You know, I guess they just re- they fixed the pavement, and that's where he he does his warm up wallies. He's the key thing is the wall. He does a lot of wallie warm ups. I, I, I noted that. So, so so far he's started off with wall rides and wallies to get his legs warmed up. You know, and it's totally opposite of what I do these days. I mean, normally I just show up, I I stretch. I kind of pray for the best, hope for the best. You know, I'll toss in a couple, 
maybe ollies, maybe a, a weak nollie, kind of, uh, you know, maybe try an ollie back 180 and just see what happens, you know, but he's out there wall riding, doing wallies, you know, that's how he gets warmed up. But he, I do have to mention, though, he is a man of the people, or at least supporting local businesses. Yeah, that's key. Takes care of his neighborhood. You know, after, you know, he used the car wash, spraying down his ride, he does what, what he says, my last one of the day, meaning wall rides, or wallies, I should say. He then proceeds to do, you know, said Wally, right? But kind of was gaining some speed. He had to kind of ro- roll over a rough patch. It is a nolly back 180 to switch hill bomb. Like out of nowhere, I was like, whoa, I didn't see that one coming. And I would have, see, that's what I would have also done my last Wally there too. But ever, like in my life, <laughs> that switch hill bomb was no joke. I, mean, I didn't see that one coming at all. I mean, he eventually had to try and, you know, jump ship and run it out. And he actually, he knows how to fall. So he ran out of that very smoothly. But that was damn gnarly. Seeing his home was pretty cool too. I always like that when you could kind of get a peek into these skaters' lives and, you know, see how these pros live. And we got to see his, you know, private movie theater that he had outside. Well, it's basically a screen for a projector. We got to meet a couple of his geckos that he purchased during lockdown. So it was Patty and Corona. I think I wrote down their names correctly. And I know this sounds weird, but he seems like the gecko type, if there is one. Like, if you if he told you, oh, I own a gecko, you'd be like, oh, of course you do, dude. Perfect. He's just chill. He's kind of laid back. It's a perfect fit. You know, I bet he'd be the perfect turtle owner, too, you know? Kind of like a Bucky. I think Bucky's got, what, he's got those tortoises. And don't think I didn't notice that sign above the, the tank, too. I like that. You know, free beer tomorrow. I think I've seen that before. That's a, that's a very cool, cool sign. Vincent, he also gave us a tour of his jam studio. You know where he creates his own tracks, but what I like most is that his driveway setup. You know he's got he's got a little bit of everything, including a lot of cracks. So I'm like, same here, man. Yeah, I, I don't have hardly anything yet. I mean, at least you have a quarter pipe. You know, and that curb is pretty sweet too. You know, I I hope to check it out one day, or at least have a similar setup. I got plans. I know I've talked about this for what, at least a year now, but this this summer gonna have a quarter pipe gonna work in my backyard you know setup it's gonna happen but my favorite part of this whole video was about six twenty six minutes 26 seconds in right when he said i'm gonna scare the skater right here you know i was like wait what how'd you hear your spider senses you know he probably heard the wheels click 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 but johnny didn't seem too phased at that though you know he he handled it like a boss and that was such a cool moment though it was for one. It was awesome to see them both, like you know, hit that three stairs after each other. He's asking, "Hey, you want to film a clip?" And he's like, "All right, yeah, let's do it." You know, Vincent does a nice nollie flip. Johnny with that uh, the almost no tap ollie. You know, he got it. He handled it, but and he held his own. I give him give him that for sure. I was talking about pressure, right? You know, I would be like, "Can I go first? You know, that way if you know you got to keep trying out, you know, over it's me." But that was such a great moment, though, and I'm not surprised to see something like that from from Vincent, but it says a lot about him and his character, you know, and I bet Jimmy, or Jimmy, I got Jimmy G on the mind, I bet Johnny will never forget that moment, right? In fact, wouldn't it be cool to see his, like, Johnny, you know, I'm talking about here, Johnny's out there, like, decades from now, and him mentioning the fact that he met Vincent here, and they filmed a spot, and we're like, oh, yeah, that's right, I forgot about that. Could happen, right? (laughs) All comes full circle, you know? But this was definitely, you know, 15 minutes of time well spent. And it was a great look into Vince's life and how he goes about his day. 
you know, he's so chill, dude. He's he, like I said, he's such an amazing, amazing and humble dude. That's the key. And that's always refreshing to see. So, which is exactly why I wanted to talk about today. I, I got to give dudes like that their shine. I mean, like I said, I've, I've heard him before on the nine club, and, but I just never really, I don't, didn't know too, didn't know too much about the dude before, you know, that this out there. I do have to say, oh, I didn't see that ending, the, you know, the ending of the, the video. Did not see that coming, though. That caught me off guard. <laughs> but in hindsight, if you watch it again or watch it a second time, you could see how it happened. You know, yeah, it, it, he hit that first trick, like, pretty hard, right? He's like, bam, slap that on there. But I was cracking up at his response, though. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out. And it was hilarious and so on brand for Mr. Alvarez to say that. So I was like, bravo, man. Bravo. When life gives you lemons or when you give yourself lemons, you know, you figured it out. You know, you just keep it chill. You know, let's go talk to my geckos. You know, no big deal. But all I have to say is if you are still hating on this guy after seeing this, that says a lot more about you than it does about him. You know, that's a you problem. Capital Y-O-U problem. You know, one that you just kind of need to get past. You need to move on. You need to get over it. Seek professional help if you have to, because that dude is, he's a solid dude. Very cool to see. So bravo, guys. Bravo. We'll get some water real quick. Had a few, a couple uh, brewskis during the Niner game. So I'm a little parched, to say the least. Quick question, though. Did anyone check out Deerdick Glassos? Did I say that right? Yeah. Deeds. 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 Part? Yeah, I thought so. That's how you say it, right? It's not deeds, deeds, deeds. It's deeds, deeds, deeds. That's how I read it. So, so this edit it started off with a bang as well. It was like no intro, no titles, just straight into skating. And that opening line was fire. But the kickflip to the grind slash firecracker that I wrote down is that what it's called? It was on that triple set. That was insane. I mean, is that considered a firecracker? Even though. Because the tail doesn't really hit, but he he went down. And, I mean, that must have rattled his brain so much as he was going down. I mean, that was nuts. And, of course, he added in a nicely wrapped impossible, too. But the hell, dude? Half of it was grinding. Half of it was just rolling down that, you know, that, that ledge. Or hub, I should say. And who does that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah. Deeds does. Duh. And then, you know, about 42 seconds later, we got to see some proper introduction proper titles lots of deeds on the screen showing up after what about an intense half minute you know or about 45 seconds oh and how about that it was a front blunt side at 40 44 seconds in you know the one he, he zipped past that tree rolled on some dirt you know and and bricks and floated over to that mini hubba yeah that one and the one he rolled away it was onto more brick and more dirt who goes to the spot like that and thinks, yeah, you know what? I'm going to do it that trick right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Deeds does, of course. And as usual, his manual game is insane. And I kept thinking, like, I wonder what the dudes who are at Mostly Skateboarding think of all his manuals. I mean, they got to give him props, right? They have to. At least a third of those guys over there, right? Deeds is a beast with those. Especially with that one. Minute 17, I wrote nose manual. I'm calling it a bag, oh, outdoor baggage carousel, right? It looks like a, a, a baggage carousel you see at the airports. So we did a, a nose manual around that. It's like a big one, too, to back 180 out. Insane. 
So uh, yeah, I'm calling that a baggage carousel. I'm going to run with it. And notice how there was some spot. There was like a little bit of snow left on the ground too. So it was a cold spot. I'm sure it's such an insane trick to do like around and then that and that angle out. I was like, what the hell, Deeds? What the hell? Cool spot alert though. Wrote this down, minute 23. I thought he was going to go crooked grind straight into that water. You know? I thought it was going to happen. I was like, damn, that's that's a long crooked grind. Very beautiful. Got lost in the scenery, you know? But I did start laughing though. It, it, was, it was a 50 50 grind on that handrail near all those trees and bushes, about a minute 35 in. And I was like, damn, that means such a crazy spot to try anything on, right? Because if you fall down, either way, you fall back or you fall into the bushes, you'll end up getting poked or scratched or, you know, any so messed up all over your entire body. <laughs> so I was like, damn, dude, that's all right. You go, man. I mean, who, who, once again, that's a spot that most people just walk by or use the handrail to just move on. Another crazy spot, too. It was a kickflip 50 50, minute 44. And, I was like, first of all, I was like, what the hell are you doing, dude? Because the landing was even more gnarly than the, than the trick, right? Because his feet were holding on for dear life upon landing. And I bet that one also rattled his brain a little bit, too, as he was rolling down. And pay attention to how his feet like ended up as he rolled away. They both were kind of pointing forward, not sideways. And they were just bouncing around the whole like ride down. And it got me thinking, too, I bet he... He probably has to constantly tighten his hardware, right? Like every after every trick, almost like it has to happen, right? And as much as I enjoyed this edit, I did get pissed after seeing it was that kickflip back nose blunt at two thirteen. It was on that little 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 bank spot. That was ridiculous and uncalled for. You know, it's almost at this point, Deeds is just showing off, and I didn't like it. You know, I'm like, look at look at how much better I am at skating than you are. I was on this baggage carousel and there's crazy trees around on this one hand. Look at this, too. Now, however, I think most of my anger comes from the fact that, you know, Deeds and I, we think so alike because that would be the exact same trick, you know, I would do at that bank as well. Probably first try. Not. Of course, I'm not. I'm joking, right? I bet if I were security guard, I'd be like, oh, I, could, I skate better than y'all. Give me a skateboard. Meet me at break. But seriously, that was ridiculous, Deeds. Not cool. Not cool at all. Another cool spot alert. Two minutes, 48 seconds. Front blunt. I put on the wooden island in the grass. Who does that kind of stuff? On that. Oh, yeah. Deeds does. I did like seeing that huge frontside board slide at the docks. That was awesome. 348. He definitely rocked the boat with that landing, too, because that rail was pretty high, you know? And you know he gets extra points from me. You, could probably, you probably know where I'm going with this for tossing in a trick into the water. I was like, yes, a nice, buttery, and hydrated 360 flip. So I was like, extra points for that? Hell yeah, you get that. Hell yeah, you get some. However, record scratch. It was short, it was just very short-lived. Because moments later, I had to take those extra points back after his line about 4.30, about 4 minutes, 30 seconds in. He ollied down that set to 50-50 on that. It was like a snug handrail against that wall. But only proceeded to do a backflip twist slash twirl into the water. I was like, eh. Points deducted. Yeah, got to take those back deeds. I mean, this actually hurts more hurts me more than you do. 
It was painful, dude. It was tough love. But I had to do it. Some might argue. I know what you're thinking. You'd be like, Rick, dude, he was trying to nollie into that water. Watch it again, dude. Lay off of him. He was doing a trick into the water. He was. And I would say, "Mm, no. Nice try, but you're incorrect, ma'am or sir. And how about that ender, though? I mean, he rolled through so many people, so many normies. He rolled across the street. Even caught the eye of a guy on a scooter. You know, that dude was like, he busts out his phone so fast that he forgot to turn it, you know, horizontally. It's like, no, dude, if you're going to get deed, you got to turn that phone around, turn it sideways. Can't wait to see the rough cut for this one, though. It's going to be insane. All those manual tricks. Come on, man. But it was such an amazing edit. Only five minutes and three seconds, you know, of just creative and gnarly skating. And you know one thing I did notice about like Deeds and Vincent, the one thing they have in common, that contagious smile. You know, it just makes the whole vibe and the whole part better. You know, I bet they're just a blast to both hang out with and skate with. You know, like no drama, just fun. They're out there just having a good time and it shows. Well done, Diedrich. Well done. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, your song selection was great too. I was singing along the whole time, even though I had no idea what the hell it was being said. And you know me, you know me, I just had to find out more info about that band. And in fact, I was able to find the music video for this song as well. I'll include it in the notes below. It was the remastered video, which I, I watched. It was There was a video that was posted 11 years ago, but the song came out like in the late 90s. And this vi- particular video had 4 million views at the time of this recording. So you have to check it out. I was like, but not my way, but not my way. I think I said it right, but still, it's <laughs> such a jam. Good stuff. Great video. And, of course, to R.I.P. to Chico. I guess the lead singer of that band passed away many, many years ago, so I had to mention that. But, yeah, Deeds, he never disappoints. Great video. Check it out. And, finally, Jenko Mag brought back their Date a Skater series after a three-year hiatus. And I know tens of us were stoked to see this, right? And I hope it's here to stay. And not just here because it's, you know, almost Valentine's Day. I did notice that they didn't add the episode number this time around. Maybe it's just not to like fully commit or maybe, you know, get fans of the series, you know, hopes up too much. I don't know. Is it here to stay? I think it all comes down to the amount of views it gets, right? So I am here to help. Cringe and all. But the description does hint at it being a new season and they're looking for participants in the New York City area. So that does sound promising. This time around, we have Ian and Raven. Ian Ostrowski. He's 24 years old. We all know him from the lovely Genesis videos and more. And Raven, 25, works in social media and likes corn. That's corn with a K. You know, I rock out to a few of their songs too. You know, I have no problem with them. Just want to point that out. And if, in case you haven't seen it yet and you're not going to watch it, hear me out though. They start the video off, you know, with them introducing themselves, you know, just to kind of get a sense of their personalities and maybe some of their interests and likes, you know, we get to play along at home and maybe see if they're going to be a good match before they even meet, you know, they, they're like, they're away from each other. And they, they ask some questions like, you know, what's a perfect date location look like for you? You know, what is usually your type? You know, do you like to be thrown around or not? You know, which Raven answered, you know, just common getting to know you type questions, you know, but, but keep in mind, Raven was about what, two to three drinks in so her answers were very like blunt and honest you know that emotional support claw was kicking in fierce (laughs) that's all i gotta say and did anyone else get nervous when they asked him 
do you think size matters? I was like, oh, hell, you guys, oh, you guys go- went there? You guys are going there? I mean, Ian's response was good, but I couldn't wait to hear what Raven had to say. You know, I, it was a little scary, though, but she said it perfectly. Well done, Raven. Yeah. You had me worried for Ian for a, for a moment there. Yeah. You know, so very well said. I was like, Whew. Ian, I think you're good, man. Now, I want to know what happened around 3 minutes and 42 seconds in because there was an edit. And they switched sides. I was like, I wrote down 342 question mark. I was like, I want to know what happened. What happened in that timeline? You know, what caused them to switch sides? You know, we need answers, damn it. What what happened? Was it a, a weird, awkward moment or just something that just was on the cutting room floor? And I loved all the 30 minute later moments, okay? You know, when both parties were, you know, a few more cocktails in, both are a little bit more wobbly. Speaking at a level, you know, eight to ten instead of, you know, a shy, you know, five to seven, you know, and they asked him kind of how it's going, you know, hey, how's it going? And we got to meet, uh, uh, oh, yeah, our next participant, Clitoris Maximus. Did you see that? Who should we pair up Miss Maximus with? (laughs) Reach out to the Jankum team if you're interested, because I can't wait to see that episode. Clitoris Maximus. Oh, but see, I'm already laughing because it was kind of like a Beavis and Butthead kind of moment for me, you know, because they asked Ian after he talked to, you know, Ms. Maximus and and Ian just cracked some joke about like Bush and Bushwick or something like that. I didn't write down the joke, but just his face and how he laughed. It was such an awesome moment during the date. It was just kind of like all the pressure and all the stress was kind of just released, you know, and Ian was lit. And feeling it at this point. You know, I was like, oh, damn, wait for it, wait for it. But I was dying, though, when Ian was asked, would she traditionally be your type? And his response was very interesting. Because for one, he was like, oh, oh, God, am I too drunk for this? And their reply was like, oh, no, no, you're fine, you're fine. As if they knew how he was feeling, right? <laughs> of course, you're going to try and tell, like, like, am I freaking out? Am I too nervous? Those kind of things. Said, no, you're fine. You're fine. But am I too drunk for this? Oh, no, of course I don't. You're all good, man. Have another drink. Have another emotional drink. Tell us about your favorite corn song, Ian. Come on. I mean, how can you not bang your head to, like, got the life or blind? You know, I still, I'm, it's going to happen one day. I'm going to have a Porsche Carrera. I'm going to be driving down the freeway super fast. I'm going to have Got the Life on. Just blaring. That's one of my songs on my track list, on my Porsche playlist. I'm telling you now. It's going to happen. I'm like, crank it up, Raven. Yeah. What's up, Raven? <laughs> but that was funny, though. That was kind of like a deal breaker for him. That's why I mentioned it. You could tell that Ian was a little, like, hesitant right before they both agreed to continue on with the night. Because as he mentioned, it's like, I don't know. She... She's kind of into this day drinking stuff. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can keep up with this. You know, this is a crazy lifestyle. Keep in mind, he's 24, you know? She's 25. And I, I could be saying those things at my age. I'm like, oh, hell. I'm like, oh, no. Like, no, I, I, Raven's way too hardcore for, for me. I'm not in the market. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying. So I understand what you're saying, Ian. <laughs> but they did both decide to dip, quote unquote, the, the hip language I'm trying to use here, and, and to Turk. So via an Uber, you know, skipping along the street to a very interesting corn song. Very interesting selection. I'm rubbing my hands right now. Don't think I didn't notice that, Jinkum. It was very subtle, but hilarious, too. I'm like, oh, no, you didn't. I, I get it. I hear it. 
Yeah, I get it. Do I feel like these two were a match? No, I mean, you could just tell, right? You know, it's not like in the Hollywood movies would be like, they meet and he's like, oh, you like corn? I like corn too. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, you like Genesis too? Hell yeah. Would you like the Genesis band too? Oh, yeah. I mean, there were plenty of, I mean, I'm going to use the word again, but it's not really that bad, but cringe-worthy moments to suggest that it wasn't a good fit. But even then, I might be too harsh by saying cringe-worthy. It wasn't that bad. But they are both two cool individuals that enjoy hanging out together. So I was like, hell yeah. I mean, there's no drama, no BS that I saw, you know, unless there was that edit back there, 342, like I was talking about. What was going on there? But Ian, you know, he seems like a really chill dude, you know, and he's still sort of trying to figure out where he wants to live. You know, is it going to be the Pacific Northwest or in New York City? You know, I'm sure you'll figure it out, Ian. I mean, no rush, dude. You're only 24. You've got plenty of time. Trust me, plenty. You got two decades or three decades worth of time to figure out. Don't just take your time. It's going to happen, dude. It'll happen. I'm positive. I'm feeling positive for you, man. If you're going to do another episode of the show, I'll totally watch it and hype it up on the show. Don't get me wrong. And for Raven, you know, all I got to say is she seems like hella cool. And yeah, I, I used hella, capital H-E-L-L-A, hella cool. And she's probably one that, I mean, I know for a fact she would outdrink me. Like no like no question about it. Even if I, you know, say I go into time machine and I become 21 again, she would outdrink me. But she'd be a blast to toss back a few drinks with, you know what I mean? But not too many, not too many, right? I was kind of expecting to see another, you know, 30 minutes later, you know, title pop up and seeing an image of Ian almost passed out in the corner of a bar, just kind of mumbling like, no more emotional juice. No more emotional juice. I just want to go home. You win, Raven. You win. I'm done. With all that being said, though, I'm glad they brought this series back. I only watched, like, I think one of the episodes, you know, a few years ago. Maybe I'll revisit them all now. I think they only had, like, four. So maybe they just weren't weren't getting the the, the, the feedback or clicks that they wanted back in the day. So, yeah, let's, let's get these episodes a ton of views and likes and comments. Let's do whatever we can to help out the series. Let's make this a successful one this time around for season two because I want to see it grow. And I want to ex- see it expand to more cities beyond New York City. Yeah, so are you ready, Jankum, for this? If it blows up? It could happen. You guys will come out here to San Jose. I can, you know, I could locate spots for you guys. We'll play matchmaker, you know. I'll help. It'd be cool. You can even do a spinoff series called Dated a Skater and do a follow-up with all of the previous, you know, participants. You know, think about it. We're thinking long-term here, guys. I'm talking to the Jankum team now. If you guys want to drop off, you can. You know, a kind of where are they now check-in. You know, just to see how the skaters have, you know, how they've done, how they've changed. Ian can come back after Genesis 10, you know, and Raven could surprise him at the surprise premiere. And, you know, that would get some clicks too, you know what I mean? They were like, oh, hey, I remember we dated? Yeah, cool. How you been? Yeah. Oh, you still have like corn? Oh, well, yeah. You know, I don't know. But I'm just looking out for you, Jenkum. I see potential in this series this time around is what I'm saying, okay? And I think the time is right. Then we can even branch off even... Okay, I'm going to just... This idea is popping in and I'm going to be done, okay? We can branch out even more and have a data Mongo pusher as well. I can help out with that too. And notice how I tossed in we. Let's make some magic happen, team. Let's do this. 2022, it is on. And I'm doing the gesture now. The ball is in your court. 
you know where to find me.